I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. Live from Radisson Red, Glasgow, as Scotland take on Croatia. What I would say to the Tartan Army is we need your backing from the first minute to the 95th minute. Show with OPC Energy Limited, hosted by Paul Cooney, Mark Guidi, and Chris Burke. Determined to give our best performance. If we can reach our levels, then hopefully that's enough to get us through to the last 16. Go Scotland! The Radisson Red Roar here on Go Radio. Yep, Paul Cooney here with Chris Burke, Mark Guidi. And some of the Tartan army back out and looking forward to tonight where we, two hours away from kickoff and 90 minutes away from history. We could be in the knockout stages of a competition for the first time ever in the history of Scottish football. And we played in the first international against England even before Mark Weedy's time. So this is <laughs> phenomenal that tonight Mark doing a great job on Friday night where we had that amazing result against uh, England at Wembley Stadium. It was wonderful to be there, but it's even better to be back in Glasgow in the sunshine. What a wonderful evening we have here. Chris Burke has got exclusive news for us. The trouble is he gave us it 24 hours early, that's, that's, signing a new contract to Kilmarnock. Chris, it's great that you're back there at Rugby Park for another season. And you're telling me I've signed a contract with Go Radio as well for the well, season. if the next two hours goes well, I think uh, the boss is in. Tracy McNellan's there. I think you could be in the squad. Excellent. Yeah, let's do it Thanks. live on tonight. In fact, we'll do it with, seriously, we'll do this on air with uh, our guests here who've joined us. So many people wanted to be here tonight and uh, we've got a great crowd of guys and girls here in the Radisson Red, right down on the Clyde side. If you haven't been here, I know you will be soon. This is the place to be in Glasgow, short of being at Hampden Park, which would be amazing to be there tonight. But uh, Graham, the curator, just looking on at the moment, we want you to enjoy tonight. This could be a moment in history. We're standing on the edge. We don't want to get too carried away though, because so often, you know, we've got, I've covered four World Cups, three uh, European Championships. We've never got further than this stage. But I think tonight we could do it. What do we reckon here in the yeah. Ransom Red? We'll hear from all our guests very, very shortly in the programme. We're going to hear from Steve Clark as well. How must he be feeling? What a job he's done. Is he going to be the greatest manager ever of a national team in Scotland if he takes us through? Absolutely. Tonight, absolutely, says David in Falkirk, who will join us very shortly. Mark, we've been here before. We want to keep our feet on the ground. But the big news yesterday was that the uh, outstanding player in the weekend, and they all played so well, but Billy Gilmer is out. We've known now for, what, 24 hours. We have to get on with it. But that's been the, the big story. It's affected England as well, with Chilwell out as well, uh, and Mason Mount. But we're not so worried about that. What about for Scotland without Billy Gilmer? No, it's a devastating uh, blow for, for Scotland. Uh, obviously, Paul, he was the outstanding player on the pitch. And there's no doubt that he would have been key to Scotland tonight to get the result that we need. Um, but he's out, so we need to move on. And um, I think Steve Clark will look upon it as making as few changes as possible. Do not disrupt Friday as best, best you can. So, therefore, 
Steve Clark's mentality and Chris will know better than me he's played under him but I would imagine Steve Clark will be first of all don't lose a goal keep it tight at the back therefore you keep the same back three you keep McTominay Hanley and Tierney together and then you just make the one alteration which is bringing in Stuart Armstrong for Gilmer but you play Stuart Armstrong up you drop McGinn a wee bit deeper and you keep Dykes and uh, Adams up front and the bottom line is Paul without making it too simplistic we need to score a goal yeah. we haven't scored yet we've played well but we haven't scored a goal. Yeah. We've created a couple of right good chances, but it's not like the keepers have been, you know, it's not like Jordan Pickford was having save after, after save to make. So we need to go and score a goal first and foremost to win the game. And I think we can do it. I think we can get there tonight. Because we are the only team in the tournament who haven't scored so far. But we've got 90 minutes uh, know to, that to put that Paul. right. Yeah, we are. We're right. the only, well, only ones. We've got to change yep. that tonight, haven't we? Of we've course. got to change that tonight. Yep. Um, I think, on having said that, I thought Stephen O'Donnell's volley was exceptional. I yep. don't think, if I'm honest, very few goalkeepers would have saved that in the tournament if it wasn't for Pickford. I think yep. it would have been in the back of the net and we could be talking about a great victory that we had it, you know, against our rivals. Um, and with Mark, I think, you know, keep it simplistic. I know I have worked with Steve Clark, um, so I, I know there'll be no calm, no panic. And what I like about it is we've been here before, Paul. We, we, we had that setback with COVID before the Netherlands game, I'm sure. We made seven seven changes, so we, we should be relatively used to this situation. Um, we came away from Wembley with great energy, and then obviously that gets zapped out here a little bit with with the news that Billy Gilmore's been tested. So, but it's a great opportunity for someone else. That's what Steve Clark spoke about, and I'm I'm sure he'll be the man that can manage that group very very well, and hopefully we can get the result that everybody wants here. Tonight. Who's it going to bring in? Will it be Stuart Armstrong, do you think? Yeah, I, I don't see why it can't, it won't be Stuart Armstrong. Again, I, I, I don't think you should maybe change it, um, especially the back three. I think McTominay was exceptional at the back. And also, when I was thinking today coming in, I think it creates a better balance for Hanley because Hanley plays more central for Norwich. Mm -hmm. um, I think on the sides, Hanley still does an excellent job, superb job, but I just think it gives a better balance to the whole team at the, in the back three. Um, and obviously you've got McTommy that can, can cover if Stephen O'Donnell, Stephen O'Donnell go bombs forward. So, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm with Mark on this. I don't see um, many, many changes. I just think Armstrong in for Gilmore, and let's see what happens. Paul, as much as it's a blow not having Billy Gilmore, but one of the most important things, and okay, we've not, we've not seen the team yet, Fingers crossed that he's okay because he showed his value on Friday night. He is our best player, is Kieran Tierney. He was absolutely outstanding. And as long as he's in tonight, if I've not got Gilmer, I've not got Tierney, then I've got a major problem. But if Tierney's fit, and I'm sure he will be, then he is absolutely outstanding. He is on a different level and can help Scotland win the game tonight. And if, if you really think about it, Mark, we've came to the, this tournament and we've been disrupted, what, four yeah. out of the three games? Yeah. The yeah. Netherlands game? Yep. Or four out of the five Netherlands game, obviously, I think Luxembourg, they were still, still self-isolating. Yeah. Yep. So, so the Fleck, only yeah. one game, you know, that we've had are probably the, the team that we want to play. Um, and we've still coped with well and still gave ourselves a fighting chance. England are raging, of course, to be without, especially Mason Mount. And, uh, you know, they, I was listening on the way into some of the stations in, in London and they were saying, oh, well, you know, look at the Scotland players all around uh, Billy Gilmer. But we, we deserve a wee bit of luck, don't we, that we don't lose anyone else this time. Oh, I mean, it's been good, you know, because the fear would have been it's a similar scenario to we faced before the Holland game. It was yep. John Flett and all of a sudden six or seven other boys had to 
to isolate. So, you know, I don't know what's going on inside the camp. Maybe we don't want to know, maybe we don't want to dig too deep. But the bottom line is, it's only Billy Gilmer, uh, which is good because we're going to need all our players available to help us get that result tonight. We are live from the Radisson Red. This is the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. I'm going to stand up. There's I feel as if I Exactly. Do you want to, Chris? We should stand up. Come on. Mark, no, you're Mark's too tall. We've got a few great strips around here. We've got the current one. We'll check as we speak to people. Um, I see James there with the Argentina 78 and uh, yeah, everyone looking good. I think the clobber, the best clobber here, what do you reckon? Chris Burke, you'll see it on our social media, you'll see the picture that uh, you, don't, you, you don't look your 37 years, Chris. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> yeah. I I, get to the social media. Marty Pellow tribute act or something like that. <laughs> I wish I could sing like <laughs> A Marty Pellow tribute act? We could have done better than <laughs> that. that. <laughs> oh, that's I, a I'll take it. I'll take That's the main thing, isn't it? Oh, don't you worry about that. We're going to hear from some of the team who are with us here. But first of all, all stand for the manager, Steve Clark, speaking about Scotland. This is our chance to make history. Yeah, but our opponents are decent as well. Don't forget that we're finalists in the last World Cup. Good team, good players. So we respect our opponents. We'll go out there determined to give our best performance. If we can reach our levels, then hopefully that's enough to get us through to the last 16, the knockout stages of the competition, or a major competition for the first time in Scotland's history, and that would be a great achievement. Well, David from Falkirk has joined us. David, great to see you. You're in the shorts as well, the tartan shorts. Yep. Get ready for it. Yep. Up the, the mic towards the mouth. <laughs> yeah. David, the how are you? Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Are you nervous? Not at all. No. No. Not in the least. No. Not. Not about anything. And tonight, it's time to believe. Right. Yeah. Right. Good. It's time to go for it. Now, I'm going to admit that the last time, 1998 in France, yep. I was there. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely fantastic, and I can't wait to go. And do it again. You still get the tan from 1998, hasn't he? He's <laughs> looking well. Yeah. I think that's the garden, actually. Yeah. So, but, yeah, and, and you know, so many times we've come close, but it feels tonight as though we really could do it this evening. Sometime the luck's got to change your way, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just got to happen. You know, everything reverts to the mean eventually, as they say, it's got to happen, right? Yeah. It's got to happen that we will win one of these eventually. Why not tonight? Mm -hmm. Anything you want to ask Mark or uh, to ask Chris? Chris, seven Scotland caps. He scored twice in his debut. By, by the way, you're right. Chris, yeah. 37 years old. Uh -huh. You're yeah. looking great, by the way. I'll come here more often. <laughs> I, I don't get asked you earlier. Any chance we talk football? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I think, I won't say we're lucky to get where we've got to. Um, I think that the first game, didn't go the right way. No. You could maybe criticise Clark, etc., for maybe not being positive enough. I think in England, in Wembley, we were absolutely brilliant. But let's not get carried away. We never scored a goal. Mm. And the bottom line is, we have to score a goal tonight. Now, talking to some Croatian friends this afternoon, not happy at all, right? They were saying the team's not dis disjointed, mm -hmm. they're not happy with the manager, and they said that, quite frankly, that they didn't say they're there for the taking, that's gone too far, mm -hmm. but they did say, we think that you, Scotland, have every chance. Who's right? going to score for us then, before we ask Chris? I'll tell Martin. you what, yeah. I would like to have a bet on Lyndon Dykes. Why ah, not, yeah, big yeah. man? Have uh -huh. a go to it. Yeah. I mean, it, it deserves yeah. it, yeah? Okay. yeah? I'm with you on that. Yeah. I hope Dykes scores, because he's got a bit yeah. of stick recently Aye. with not putting the ball in the back yes. of the net. Mm -hmm. you know, but he's there, he's in, the, he's in that position. And you, know, you need to remember as well, since he's come in, 
you know, he's created a lot of goals for the likes of, you know, McGinn and Adams. Yep. And that's just as important as scoring goals and putting it at the back of the net. So I think if there's anybody that really deserves that goal, I would love to see Dyke celebrating with his teammates tonight. Absolutely. And, and you can have all the cliches about roller coaster, fasten your seatbelt, and all that sort of stuff. At the end of the day, we've got to score a goal, right? And I hope that Big Linden is the man to do it. Well, you reckon it is going to be yeah, Linden yeah, Dix. What's your prediction? Let's do it right away instead of waiting till uh, yeah, five but, to eight. Yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris so, Spark, what do you reckon? I just think there's a lot riding on the match, but the way I've watched the last couple of, you know, the, 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 the third game in the group stages, you know, it's all or nothing with the teams. You know, you get maybe to the last 15 minutes and it's end-to-end -end football. So yeah. I don't think there'll be one goal in it. I think there'll maybe be two in it. I think it might go 3-1 or 2-0. Because I think at the, in the end, if a team's down 1-0, um, they'll go for it. And then you'll get, you know, you could get done in the counter-attack with the last couple of minutes to go. So I'm hoping that's Scotland, yeah. you know, defending very well as they've done so. Especially against, the, you know, the, the England match just of late. And we can, we can do them with uh, the counter-attack. Is that a prediction or is that covering all bets there and all bases? <laughs> well, so what do you want me to is, say? Is it going to be Scotland? Well, you asked me, Matt. Uh, no. Is it going you to be asked... Scotland, do you think? Well, of yeah. course I'm not going to sit Great. here and tell yeah. you it's going yeah. to be Croatia, am I? Ah, yeah. So two, <laughs> the two goals in it, hopefully, yeah, yeah. for Scotland. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think, I'm hoping that, you know, I will take the 1-0 or the 2-1, the but um, I, I do think there'll be more than two goals in it. Great. It can go the other way, but I, sure. I'm hoping that it's Scotland. Thanks, Chris. Mark, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I think Scotland can win, but I think we need to score first. Mm -hmm. um, if Croatia score first, I can't see us getting two goals. If we score first, but Croatia equalise, I can still see us going on and getting a second, getting a winner. Um, I think both teams will score. I think it will be very open. Bear in mind that both teams um, have to win, um, and I would go, I would go two-one to to Scotland and Che Adams definitely score. He looks lively. He really looks apart. He's got a bit of quality. Um, about him, and that's one thing that we miss. We're talking about Kieran Tierney and Billy Gilmers and players that were all exceptional on Friday, but we don't have. You look at the other countries, you know, Gareth Bales, mm -hmm. Lukaku's, you know, we don't have anybody with the greatest respect near that at that end of the pitch. You know, Kieran Tierney's as good as anybody yeah, in the tournament, nice. but at the top end of the pitch, when it matters, we need to score a goal. Um, we struggle a wee bit, but Adams, I think he's got a goal in him. So, we, yeah, David, well, what I'll say is that. You'd like to think Scotland will get two goals. I think that may be a tad optimistic. I think, as Mark said, it's key that Scotland get the first goal. And if the first goal goes against them, they cannot let the heads go down. Because quite frankly, you know, to, to say you've got to go for it. And I think the key difference is, not so much Gilmer played brilliant on Friday. I think the key difference is, is having Tierney and Robertson on the left-hand side. Those two bombing down that wing, getting the ball across, Hopefully, Dykes or Adams will get on the end of it, right? If it makes it somebody else, just we good. don't care, do we? We don't care, right? But no, the lads, have, they've, got to leave, they've got to really go for it, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we know, it's definitely, there's no point in playing for a draw, there's no safety involved, Croatia's got to win, we've got to win, somebody's got to score a goal. Right? Mark, you were speaking to some of the players yesterday, they flew up to Glasgow from the base uh, around Middlesbrough near Darlington, based in the city. Yep. Um, how are they feeling? No, they're good. They were in good form. Uh, Paul at the, the, the hotel uh, just round the corner. Not as good as the Radisson Red, obviously. Um, but uh, they were round the corner and I spoke to a couple of them and uh, they're in good form. Obviously a little bit of 
dejected with the, the news about Billy Gilmore because He's it's not only him here, isn't he? It's not <laughs> only not, <laughs> it's not only us that rate Billy Gilmore. He is yeah. rated properly within the squad. That's not you know what they say about him in the media before and after games. They're not just saying that to see it. They believe it. You don't like it as Burke. He's mm-hmm. he is he is top John, he's a lovely boy, and you've seen all this stuff with his family, his mum, his dad, his sure. gran, and stuff like that. So, brilliant. Anyway, we need to move on for Billy Gilmer because he's yeah. no playing. <laughs> but the guys are optimistic that they can get a result today. Were we too form. cautious in the first game not playing? Barry Ferguson has been uh, singing the praises of Billy Gilmer for mm-hmm. months and saying, play him uh, in yeah. the Euros. Uh, do you think we should have played him against the Czech Republic? I think it's a difficult one, only because you still need to protect the player. He's not really... You know, it's the first time he's ever been and joined the group. You know, he's only played at 21's level. He obviously impressed in training, but at the same time, the, the players that got you there done very, very well. Um, you know, who would you take out to replace sure. Billy Gilmore? Um, I think it's just a, an amazing thing that we see these players now flourishing. We've got this group now for what, what in the best part of eight years, maybe even, so you know, 12, yeah. and you might yeah. hopefully get to the World Cup the next time, even if we don't qualify for this one. So I, I think we've got a great future ahead of us. And you might see, Mark, in the next, you know, in the World Cup qualifiers, the introduction of the likes of a Turnbull. You know, you might see Patterson. Yeah. So that just creates great opportunity for this, this, this country to hopefully not just progress in the Euros, but, you know get to the World Cups as well and then the Euros after that again so you know I'm, I'm, I think I'm really optimistic the way Scotland is at this moment in time Brilliant we're optimistic here at the Radisson Red on Go Radio David thanks very much did really well, well there uh, for the first question quick break we're going to hear more from Steve Clark speaking about uh, Billy Gilmer and then we'll have the team news in the not too distant we're back after this The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. We are alive and kicking here in the Radisson Red in Glasgow. It's the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Messages coming in on our socials. There's Brian in Ireland and Dublin is listening. Ross in LA, he's up and about. Uh, he had a party, I heard him on with Crofty and Grado <laughs> with the Chesney Ross Hawks. the boss. Uh, Ross the boss is listening in LA. He's at a party going. Brilliant. Scott's all over the world listening for and watching. And this is what we're doing here in Go Radio. We're building up to the match. Maybe in four years' time we'll have the rights to the games itself, but Glasgow's newest radio station, we're so proud to be here with uh, some of our listeners and people listening, sending in the messages. The atmosphere is phenomenal. I have to say, in London, the atmosphere with the English fans and the Scots fans was wonderful. And wasn't it a great touch that they helped to clear up at Leicester Square, you know, after everything that happened there? You know, there were so many of them yeah. there. I think there was the fairy liquor room into the, the fountain and all that. Yeah. But they were clearing up the next day. Tartan Army did as proud in London. Didn't see any bother whatsoever. So tonight we are uh, on the verge. We could qualify for a tournament for the knockout stages for the first time ever. And I'm delighted to welcome here onto the programme someone who's on it more often than Rob McLean. It's Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan, good to see you in the house. Yeah, <laughs> Rob, of course, will be on tonight. Uh, who needs Clive Tilsley when you've got Rob McLean? He'll be doing it for the Beeb later on. Um, and you're with your friend Ross as well. Yeah. Reagan, you're wearing what top? We're just checking. So that's, was that a 2007 top? It's yeah. actually, he can't even claim that plays for Scotland. Yeah. He could give me that top. Wow. It, it was a top that he wore against Belgium. 
So, yeah. Wow. Uh, brilliant. What a lovely touch. Oh, was that, isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Well done, Kenny McLean. Brilliant. Just be careful, because Chris Burke only had seven tops, so he yeah. might want one You're of those. You're not getting mine, Regan. That's great, Regan. We'll get enough. To see you. How are you feeling? I'm nervous, Paul. I think yeah. uh, Scotland can win 2-0, but I don't think it's going to be a very, a very tough game, mm-hmm. you know? You're a great thinker about uh, the game, and I know you've got your podcast as well. So what do you want to ask? Is there anything you want to ask uh, Chris or Mark? or what, what do you want to say tonight? I was just going to say, who, so who do you think Steve Clark will play instead of... Uh, because obviously Gilmore yeah. has, got, has got COVID, so who do you think he'll play yeah. instead? Who would you play? I'd play David Tumble because I like the way he, play, he, play, he plays on the ball, but I think uh, Steve Clark will go for Stuart Armstrong. Oh. Two great players. I mean, I said to the guys just beforehand... Um, David Turnbull could be his chance, but I know he didn't. He didn't feature at all at Wembley. Chris, he plays like Billy Gilmer, s- yeah. similar. I think he showed fantastic qualities in the Nor- in the Netherlands game. He was terrific. His first, you know, cap. He handled the ball very well, and especially what I liked about him, he still had his back to go, and he, he, he was kind of like Billy Gilmer. Mm-hmm. Paul, you're right in saying that. You know, he, he passed out of pressure very well. Um, so Turnbull, I'm not. I'm not doubting his ability, and I'm 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 sure Steve Clark, if he put him in, he would trust him, um, and that's that's the ability that this squad have, has got. Um, but I just think that Armstrong will play Regan just because of when he came on for Billy Gilmore, he was fantastic as well. Even though it was probably for what 15 minutes or so, mm-hmm. but he's dynamic. He can run at players. He can run in behind and create space for other players. Um, I think he'll drop McGinn back, maybe one, or maybe he might play a flat three in the middle. Um, and then just have the license for one just to to join the likes of Adams and Dykes if it's two up top. He's also got that relationship, Stuart Armstrong with Shea Adams. Yep. Which will be a, a, a factor in, in, in Steve Clark's thing as well. But I think Reagan's right to go with Armstrong. The temptation, the, or the only other temptation for me is Steve Clark might have thought to put McTominay forward and, and mm-hmm. bring in. But I think, first and foremost, keep it tight. Keep a clean sheet. Yeah, yeah. Stay in the game. Don't concede first. Who's our three best defenders? The three boys that played on Friday night. So don't change that. That's why I think yeah. Armstrong will get the do you, know, do you know what I think he might do? He might actually put Turnbull on the bench. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but he didn't make a the bench the last game. So yeah. then, if we are chasing the game, like Regan says, you know, he can create goals from anywhere. Outside the box, inside the box. Good at set plays. So you might see someone, unfortunately, drop out. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a fleck. And then see Turnbull then maybe mm-hmm. step in. For me- I mean, I think he should play two up front because two up front works so well oh. against England. So I just think that against Croatia, I mean, Borna Barisic, he's been playing great, but he's not going to play tonight. So I think the, the, the left-hand side is somewhere we can exploit. I mean, we're 30 minutes in and we haven't mentioned the man who was the only person in the last, what, 15 years to beat Messi and Ronaldo to the Ballon d'Or, and it's Luka Modric, and he'll be playing just a few miles from us here in 90 minutes. Uh, And I know everyone's saying they're an ageing team, but the average age is 28, albeit that Modric is 35. So there's no complacency, Reagan Ross, is there, for us tonight? No, I mean, he's a fantastic player. I support for us as well. So I like Luka Modric, so uh, he's a great player. I mean... Um, it's going to be interesting because I think the the, mid, the midfield battle is going to be where it's going to be won, and I think if we play Scott McTominay at the back of the the the, the back the back, the back four, then it might be beneficial. Mm-hmm. But how is it in the camp? Let's hear from Steve Clark. He's speaking about the Billy Gilmer situation, but also how has it affected the rest of the players? 
He's upset, as you would expect. Uh, asymptomatic, no, no symptoms. So hopefully his health will, will hold up. He won't have too many symptoms and he'll get back to playing as quickly as possible. Obviously a blow for us in, in terms of the team, but a chance for someone else. Billy would have started the game and now he won't, so it's a chance for someone else to come into the team and, and make themselves the national hero. Today's training was a little bit disrupted, but the bulk of the work's been done over the pre-camp. Yourself or yourself, the, the team know exactly what they're doing. When they get to the pitch, both games, the team's being organised. They, they know what they're doing, they know what they have to do. That will stand us in good stead for the game tomorrow. In Steve Clark, we trust Ross. That's what we've been saying recently. How do you feel about the manager, Stevie Clark? Well, I think he's a great manager. What he did at Kelly was exceptional. Third, one season fourth, next season third. And able to stop Stephen Gerrard in his first season from beating Kelly. They were managing to get on top of Rangers every time. That's true. He was mm -hmm. phenomenal, wasn't he, what he did? Remember the yeah, well, almost yeah. full crowd at Rugby Park? And, Chris, you'll be hoping to see that, you know, next season, hopefully, as you can head back towards the Premiership. You know Steve Clark uh, well. Yeah. What, what do you feel? What, what, what's the special thing about him? Because he's understated. Yeah, he really um, is. Sometimes he doesn't give the media too much, but uh -huh. the media would, yeah. would love to see. Um, he's maybe not that, you know, Hollywood... Uh -huh you know, act when he, when he sits where you're sitting and, and answering questions. But what you see is what you get with him. Um, he's, I've always said, you know, you can get great managers and you can get great coaches. But with Steve Clark, he's both. And when yeah. you get that, you yeah. get something special. And that's why he's doing ever so well at a national team, because I think you have to do both. You have to coach. You have to be an expert on coach, because you have to take a group of players that are at a club and then integrate a formation and get them all to buy into that. Um, and then you have to manage that group, like so the ones that aren't playing. Um, it's not just the start of love, and you have to manage the ones that, that might think, because you have to remember that these players that aren't playing are the ones that are probably the star players at the club. Yeah. So that's the, that's the main attribute I could give Steve Clark. I could, I could, we, could, we could talk yeah. to 8 o'clock if you sure. want about Steve Clark, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think we have to change the subject a little bit. But yeah. the main thing is he's a fantastic coach and a fantastic manager. Mark, from a media point of view, how, how do you find him? I know it's changed days just now. It's different because of COVID. You don't see him uh, as much I, as you he's, would. He's, he's, I, I like Steve Clark. You know, it's, as Berkey says, you know, it, it can come across as being a bit doer, but Berkey knows and I've socialised with. He's got a great sense of humour. You know, yeah. He's great company. Uh, Steve Clark. Paul Lambert was sitting here on, on Friday night speaking about him as uh, they were both young players at St Mirren uh, together, you know, 35 years ago and uh, he said, oh, he was right into the, the fun, right into the carry-on could handle himself as well, mm -hmm. you know, nobody would take, uh, try and take him so, um, but no, he's, he's good and when you look at what he inherited, what he's managed to build to where we are now, you can do nothing but praise the guy, he's He's top look, you don't work with Mourinho, sure. you don't work with Bobby Robson, you don't work with Kenny Dalglish, yeah, you don't work with Gianfranco Zola. These guys don't handpick, you know, they, they, guys, they, hand didn't, they didn't inherit Steve Clark, no. they handpick Steve Clark to work with them. So you're, you're, you're pretty special if you, if you can do that. But Rossi's managed to go from being the number two to the number one at Kilmarnock and with Scotland has done really well. What do you think is going to happen tonight, Ross? Yeah, I think Scotland won 2-1. 2-1 Scotland, that would do us. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. so unusual, isn't it? We just have, we have to win. You know, yeah. yesterday I was trying to study up on it. I mean, not like me, but I was looking at the 10 different scenarios and that could have taken the two hours. Funny, you're looking a bit stressed, Paul. I was, yes. I thought, I'd, stressed, I'll never remember 10 things. <laughs> but uh, we know what we've got to do. A win. Yeah, and Mark's going to tell us who we could be playing. Right, the strip. Is that the 82 World Cup strip? Or am I, no, uh, just the no. one just before the... 
latest one. Right, okay, because oh. I think it's a throwback to the 82. It's, it's similar to Mexico 86. Mexico. Similar to Mexico 86. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we'll be at the knockout stages. Ross, yeah, thanks very cool. much for joining mm -hmm. us. And Reagan, great to, to hear from you. You can back on hopefully afterwards. We'll maybe speak to you tomorrow night and see what happens with Scotland. Okay. Thanks very much, Reagan. Thank you to Ross too. We're here at the Radisson Red down at the Clyde. I'm looking forward to his, uh, maybe celebrating in the rooftop here at this time of the year in the longest days. It is the place to be. Definitely is. We've got so many of our friends here from the audience. Uh, we're meeting for the first time. It's just not just my friends here, but um, <laughs> it's brilliant to be here. We're going to hear from David shortly uh, from Newton Merns. So we're going to speak to him in a moment or two. In fact, David is going to join us. Uh, before that, Chris, how are the players feeling at this point? I love to get the insight. So Chris is going to stand up again. We're going to see that oh, clobber. Standing up. Yeah, stand up for this one. <laughs> stand up again. An hour and 25 minutes to go at kickoff. What's happening at Hamden just now for players? Well, they're probably just walking into the changing room, aren't they? Just then maybe walking out to the pitch, um, having their final thoughts with the team, get into the changing room. And then, you know, some, some players do different things. Sometimes they don't even like to go to the pitch, you know. You know sometimes they just like to get a, maybe a little massage before the game, um, do their dynamic work, get their stretches in. But ultimately, you know, once they put their boots on, it's... It's time to battle, and uh, I know I know for a fact that that's one thing Steve Clark always puts into the team is you have to fight, you know, win your one v one duels, and then collectively as a team we come together and and we fight as a as a nation, and we give ourselves a fighting chance, and no matter what we stay in the game and we don't panic even if we have a setback, because you know you never know in football you can always have a setback, and he'll be giving that message to the the Scotland group, but the players will probably reflect him as a manager and that's why we're doing so well and gave ourselves a fighting chance tonight. And we've got the fans back again. We had, what, 12,000 for the Czech Republic. There was 22,500 at Wembley the other night. I see there's going to be 60 or 65,000 at the semi-finals. Maybe we'll be there. We'll not get carried away just now and at the final itself. What was it like to wear that, the dark blue that Reagan and Ross and so many of our uh, audience are, are wearing? Can you give us that... What was it like the first time? Or, or give us you always ask me this question. I know, but... Well, but I'll wait, tell wait. this group because I don't think you've heard this story. I feel as if I'm telling the same story over and over again, but there, we'll go, we'll go for it. We're the fastest growing audience in radio, so don't worry, there's more right. people who haven't heard it yet. Well, the first time I put that jersey on, I was absolutely shattered because I was in Japan and I was full of jet lag and I was a substitute. Um, we were playing Bulgaria and I, Walter Smith was the manager and always kept yawning on the bench. And I was thinking to myself, if Walter Smith sees me yawning, I have no chance of coming on here. So I was having to hide, you know, my yawns. Um, but fortunately, he did put me on. And to wear that jersey was just so surreal. You know, it's like anybody you as a fan, if you were to put that on and walk over the walk over that white line, it's, just as if, it's a dream. It's as if you, you haven't, you're actually not living it. Um, and I scored two goals. And I thought, this is quite easy, this. This is easy, you know, I've scored two goals in my debut um, for, for the national team representing my country. I'll do this every time I'm getting called up. And before you know it, I only get five more caps, Paul. <laughs> hey, five more than uh, any of us, I think, in here, unless anyone has you won, played. You won the current Cup, yeah? You won the Cup, we won the Cup. We, I don't know what year that was, I can't remember. 2007. Yeah, you're good at these stats, Mark, well done. That was sharp. Um, you'd be good in the chase. <laughs> you, you, you don't get those facts from Hugh Keevans, do you? <laughs> Hi, Hugh. Right, I was thinking, I was thinking, Buffy, when you were saying there about yawning, and maybe Walter didn't yeah. catch it because Walter and Coisty, there was a stag. One of the journalists had his stag trip, 
right. on the in the Japan and Tokyo on that trip and Walton Coyster out for a couple on the and the stag trip, so maybe yeah. they were, maybe they were yawning. Yeah, maybe they were, maybe they were yawning as well. So they probably, but uh, that was good. Was it Gary, Gary Teal and yeah, Big Lee McCulloch and I think there was a few jumping aye. over cars and all that, and maybe aye, lifted a few, and stuff. A few so. escapades, weren't there? Um, <laughs> I was actually, I was actually a good boy. I, I, I was, I was just, it was my first time to be away with the Scotland team, so I just had to make sure I was right um, to go on that plane because I, I was guessing if if you're not on in time, that bus is leaving you. Um, didn't want to do a faddy. No, I didn't want to do a faddy. So uh, I, I was, I was actually a good boy. That's Chris Burke, Mark Weedy, Paul Cooney, and the team here at Radisson Red. Reagan, before you go, I just want to say, what do you want to say about uh, Christian Eriksen? Because as a Tottenham fan as well, I know you loved them there, and it's, I know he's been sending messages to the Danes who are through. But uh, that was a shocking moment. But how good is it that he is recovering? Oh, Paul, it's fantastic. I was, I was just so emotional when he went down like that, and. Just thankfully, he's got a speedy, a speedy recovery. But that just shows that the, the I mean that, I mean that just shows the medical staff that we have now to be able to do that, and also the, the 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 the, the, the Danish, t- um, the 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 player who was on the pitch, he actually put him in the recovery position as well. So it was just great. It was just great to see that as well. So I just hope that they did. The, the, the Danish team can do well. Final. Your scoreline again. Let's hear it for those just tuning in on the way home. I'm going 2 0 Scotland and I'm going to go with Che Adams for, to, to score first. That'll do us. Oh, Quick break and then we're back live. We're an hour and 20 minutes away from the destiny. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Well, let's hope we're boogieing tonight at Hamden. We've got the team news first. Mark Guidi, what's the change who's in for Billy Gilmer? It's Stuart Armstrong for Billy Gilmer, Paul. Apart from that, it's as you were um, from Friday night. Very quickly, 3-4-1-2, David Marshall in goals. Back three, Scott McTominay, Grant Hanley and Kieran Tierney. Two wings of Stephen O'Donnell and Andy Robertson. John McGinn and Callum McGregor right in the heart of the team. And it's Stuart Armstrong in behind Lyndon Dykes and Shea Adams. I think that's the starting eleven that everybody wanted to see. David from Newton Mearns is with us. David, what do you make of the lineup? What do you feel? How do you feel? Uh, yeah. I, th- I think this is the kind of lineup we wanted. Uh, it's an attacking lineup. Uh, I think it's what the fans expected to see. Obviously, Billy Gilmore, the announcement that he wasn't playing was a, a major blow. Uh, but I think, you know, for tonight, uh, we need to set our stall out to win. Uh, I think the fans expect to see a win tonight and I think that's what we're all confident in. Mark, uh, the Croatian team has been handed to you too. Yeah, I mean, just one uh, kind of local news, if you like. Uh, Borna Barisic hasn't made it as expected. I've not shaped him up yet. Berkey um, will do that, but it's Lipakovic <laughs> and uh, goals and then it's Perisic, Lovren, Kovacic, Modric, Brozovic, Vladlic, Petkovic, Vida, Juranovic and Gvardo. All the, itch, all the itches are, all the itches are there. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope it's Scotland. What do you make of it? Are you happy then, Stuart Armstrong, coming in for I, Billy Gilmer? I, I think it was, a, as Mark said in the beginning of the show, you know, the simplistic approach. And I think you know Steve Clark has definitely done that. And I couldn't see any change other than that. McTominay in, in the, in the defence next to Hanley was perfect. And 
against against England. Uh, we've still got the presence of the two wide the wing backs. You know, we've got Tierney, you know, interchanging with Robertson. We've got, you know, Armstrong in, obviously that dynamic approach to it. And we've still got the two up top everybody was crying out for in the first game, which hopefully will get us a goal. We hope so. What do you reckon? What's your prediction, David? You see, I've followed Scotland for long enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to my first World Cup, uh, 1998 in France. I thought it was going to be uh, every four years I was going to be there. And here I am, a little bit greyer, a little bit fatter, 23 <laughs> years on. Uh, I think being a Scotland fan, uh, it's a roller coaster. You're up, you're down. This last week, the low of the first game, the high of the performance of the England game. I think tonight, you need to fasten your street belts. I think it's going to be a Scotland win tonight, and I'm going for 2 1. I hope it's 2-1, uh, because uh, that's what my bet is for tonight as well. So, Good. Uh, <laughs> we thought this would continue, didn't we? Because we had we been at, you know, Argentina, well, yeah. Germany, Argentina, Spain, um, Italy. We missed out in the USA and then, yeah. of course, uh, France. But it wasn't to be, so we should cherish these moments. But do you think Steve Clark is building a sort of dynasty now? Because, you know, the guys mentioned just a wee while ago, so many young players on this team. It feels like in the, 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 the team he's got just now, especially the key boys, you know, he's got the DNA there uh, for a good team. Uh, the good thing is that they're a young team. Uh, they appear, you know, from, from, from what you hear from the guys when they're, you know, they're, 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 they're talking, they're getting interviewed. They've all got a really good positive attitude about them. Uh, they appear to sort of, you know, have that sort of uh, mentality, you know, it's a club group mentality. All you can ask for within a national team, they've got that club group mentality. You've not got the big egos there. Uh, I think what Steve's done, you know, he, he done it at Kilmarnock. Um, you know, building that sort of uh, that, that sort of fortress mentality around the team, uh, and I think you can see that in the Scotland team as well. When these boys are together, you know, they play together, uh, they win together. Uh, I, th- I think that's what we're looking for. That's one thing that we do have. Paul's a fantastic um, camaraderie, a fantastic togetherness. I mentioned it on Friday night. I thought the way Berkey that that Steve Clark handled things mm-hmm. after last Monday, when there was a lot of criticism, his team selection, Stephen O'Donnell, why no Billy Gilmer, and he kept a calmness and the squad, he kept all the media stuff really positive, and we took that into Friday night. In contrast, as David from Falkirk mentioned half an hour ago, the Croats are not together. There's a split in the camp. Some are for the manager, some are not for them. So that's something that maybe we can tap into and work on um, tonight. But one thing for sure, which we've got in abundance, is a really, really good uh, squad atmosphere. And credit to the captain, Andy Robertson, for, for help, helping to forge that with guys like John McGinn um, and Scott McTominay. And Callum McGregor, you know, boys have, have been there at the heart of it, and David Marshall um, as well. So it, it, it's good to see, but we need to now take that on to the next level, which is winning the game, as we've mentioned, Paul. I know it's an easy thing to say, but we need to score a goal. We need to find a way of creating chances and putting the ball in the back of the net. Great questions. Thanks very much, David. We're uh, going to try and fly through everyone between now and... Because, you know, we're only just over an hour away from kickoff. It's hard to, to imagine. You've been at 98 at the World Cup. 98. I know you think it's going to be 2-1. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Or is there a calmness around you? You know, on the day, actually, I'm feeling quite cool about it. Oh. But all the speakers, but my mates will tell you, you know, I've been posting text messages all this week, just a, a general sense of nervousness. Uh, you know, the Czech Republic game, I was really high about that before the game, really excited. Obviously, it didn't quite work out the way we wanted. For the England game, didn't expect much from it, you know. Um, got a fantastic performance, maybe not the result that we wanted. So... Going into today, you know, it's just like you know, a, a slight sense of nervousness, a slight sense of anticipation, but you know, it's absolutely exciting. We've got to do it tonight. I mean, we've got to break this narrative of being the nearly men. You know, Euro '96, yep. not quite there. Um, you know, 
Uh, previous performances, just not quite there. Italy, 07, not quite there. Um, but tonight, you know, I think tonight we've got to break that narrative. Uh, it's got to be us tonight. You know, these boys are what to wake up tomorrow morning, uh, look themselves Heroes. in the mirror, know they've done a good yeah. job, uh, and they're standing back and going, yeah, we've done what we could to get the country forward tonight. And you're in the light blue. Indeed, we love that one here at the Radisson Red. Go radio. Can, can, can I just say this yeah. top? I've never seen Scotland losing this top. I was, well, I was about to say you're in the light blue, the away top. And, of course, we're the away team. Tonight, I did so. only buy it on Friday lunchtime, to be fair. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I've never seen Scotland losing this top, oh. and it's a lucky top. So. <laughs> Great. Thanks very much, David. Well done, David, from Cheers, Newton Mearns in the south side My of uh, Glasgow. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. Berkey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, we're so much looking forward to it, just looking for other uh, news coming in. If you've just tuned in here on Go Radio, we're going to take you right up until kick-off. And then tomorrow night, back in the programme, Mark will be there between five and seven, and Barry Ferguson. And we'll be talking about a Scotland win and looking forward to the permutations of who we might be playing and where. And Mark, you and I were talking about it beforehand. We don't want to jinx it. Of course we don't. Oh. But here is what could happen tonight. So if we win... Three options. Yep. Three, if we finish third, if we do finish uh, third place, the three options are Holland on Sunday night in Budapest. Okay, Holland. Sunday, Budapest. Belgium, Sunday night in Seville. Wow, just Belgium in Seville, yeah. Okay, they're not happy about the pitch there. Um, or to we, would, yeah. we would play uh, Slovakia, Spain or Sweden a week tonight at Hamden. Obviously, Sweden play mm -hmm. uh, Poland tomorrow at Slovakia v Spain. So we would get one of the three of them at Hamden a week tonight. Leslie from Canvas Line joins us. Hi, Leslie. Hello. Do you think we'll be worrying about this tomorrow and thinking, right, great, where are we going? What are we, who are we up against? Absolutely. We're going to win tonight. No doubt about it. You feel like you're wearing the, the, the blue of Scotland, the dark blue. That we like it. <laughs> are we looking after you, Leslie, for a drink here or whatever? Is it yep. uh, just checking? Yep. Yes, yes, I'm okay. good. Thank you. Chris Burke is on the bell. Shortly, <laughs> will be. Listen, I, I'm getting the shots in. Yeah. Yes. Tommy Wright will be raging. <laughs> so what do you reckon? What do you want to ask or, or say tonight? Uh, what, what's, your, what's your feeling about it? I think it's going to be a good game. I think we're going to win 2-0. Mm. And, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Do you think that we should have been more adventurous? And this is not to have a go. It's just, to, you know, we seem to be at our best. We're underdogs. We're underdogs against England. Uh, Steve Clark said... That Croatia are the favourites tonight, you know, because they are, you know, the runners-up in the World Cup just uh, three years ago. What do you feel for tonight? How should they approach it? I think people underestimate Scotland, and I think we will do better than they expect. I think they're expecting us to lose, just like they did when we played England, and we didn't. We drew. We had a good game, and I think we'll do well again tonight. Yeah. And anything you want to ask, Mark, or to Chris themselves? Um, who are yeah. your football idols? Both of you. Oh, right. Football well, you, idols. Well, you go first, can't you? Think? Right. Oh. <laughs> Chris is thinking about his uh, football idols. Wow. So, I like that. Yeah, the, well, the, the, well, there yeah. was a goalkeeper for me, um, Leslie, in no particular order. It was Neville Southall, Everton in Wales. It wow. was mm -hmm. Lewis Arcanada, Real Sociedad, and Spain, and um, Dino's off Juventus yeah. and, and Italy. So I like to go. But goalkeepers. probably the, the lot of them. Neville Southall was, was my favourite. Mm -hmm. Mark, of course, former goalkeeper of St Mirren and Albion Rovers. Reserves. <laughs> Reserves. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, your idols uh, on football. Well, my idol probably would be Ronaldo, just because... The first one? No. No. The one now. Cristiano. Yeah, yeah. the one now, right. just because what he's, he's doing and the numbers he's creating, you know, at the age he's at, 
it just shows you that it doesn't matter what age you are. You know, you can still do it at any level. The men- the mental fitness that guy has is just incredible. You know, he's, he constantly gets knocked down. You know, everybody's saying Messi's better and he's had a lot of problems maybe with other allegations against him. And he always goes and challenges himself, I think. If you ever want to be the best player in the world, I just feel as if you can't always play in your comfort zone. And he's definitely all the time challenging himself and playing outside his comfort zone. And did you see him with his top off the other day? It was incredible. I think there was a the Euros of... <laughs> yeah. the, <laughs> you did, Leslie's death, definitely, Leslie. <laughs> Even I felt like that when I seen it, don't worry about it. Say no more. <laughs> what did you feel, Bucky? <laughs> like Marty Pello. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he is in a, a nice jacket. He is so fit. Yeah. What age is he now? Uh, he's, Marty 30, Bello. He's, yeah, he's, he's 36. 36. 36 years of age and he does Phenomenal. not look it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Leslie, what about you? Who would be your football icons yeah. or who would you want to, to Pro- mention? Probably Ronaldo. Probably Ronaldo. But Scotland player, probably Ali McCoist. Ah, super Ali, of course, yep. just up the road from you, from East Kilbride. Yep. Why? Just because he's been around all the time I've been around. Mm. So yeah. I always <laughs> just remember him and... Uh, it was always a good look on his, his day, and I still like him now. I tell you, he's he, was playing, yeah. he was playing six aside was last week. We name dropped there, Bucky. Yeah, and and by the way, Mark. he is looking magnificent. He's shifted nearly two stone. He's on that Peloton yep. bike, oh. and he is looking as good as he did oh. when he was your assistant manager in 2007. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. By the way, he's, and he's still putting the ball away. He's nice. putting a couple of, couple of chances good. away. But no, he's looking, he's looking good. And by the way, he's brilliant on the telly and the radio. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. Funny. So Everybody funny. wants him, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't yeah. think he ever goes to sleep. No. Uh, he's on everywhere. I know. He's, he's, yeah. he's never no, home. The, he should give somebody yeah. else a shot. And the first, the first time, the first time he's in time. Oh, so the next uh, time he's in time will be the, the first, first time. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What about uh, for our own team just now with Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney? That's become a special partnership because for so long, remember everyone was saying, can they play together? But they're they're brilliant players, aren't they? With uh, Andy Robertson, who's done so much with Liverpool and Kieran Tierney at Arsenal, um, we've got Shea Adams at Southampton. A really good, strong team for tonight for Scotland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's a good team. I think they'll do really well tonight. Let's hear a bit more from the manager, Steve Clark, looking forward to the match tonight. Let's hear from the manager. If we keep creating the chances we've created, if we keep having the shots at goal that we've had in previous matches, then you'd like to think that Lady Luck will be on our side a little bit and one of them will hit the back of the net, or at least one of them will hit the back of the net. So, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully one of them will hit the net. Everyone here at the Radisson Red feels that we are going to score tonight. You feel, I think we all do, we think Scotland can do it. How are they going to approach the game then, Chris? What do you think the game plan will be early on? Yeah, no, that's a good, good question because, you know, I think fortunately for us that Croatia are in the same situation. I think if they had maybe had three points and knew they had to play for a draw, Mm -hmm. then maybe we would have large possessions of the game and we knew when we probably had large possessions of the game against the Czechs, you know, we kind of get punished a little bit. So with Steve Clark saying that Croatia obviously have to come out and our favourites, you know, he's very comfortable another team having most of the possession, but it's what you do when you have the ball and it's controlling their possession as well. So I'm just delighted that it's both teams that are having the chance to qualify because I think that's helped us a lot um, knowing that we, we, we can still open gaps against the Croatian side. 
do you think it's going to help us tonight? We know we have to win. Yeah. It's not as if we can, you know, get a result that might, depending yeah. what happens over in Azerbaijan or something. It's here. Yeah. It's on that turf at uh, three miles away from here that our destiny can be decided. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Paul. It's a perfect scenario. There, there, there's nothing, there's no ifs, buts, or maybes. You just need to go out and win the game. Um, but I mean, I don't expect Scotland to go gung ho. Um, you know, I think they'll still be title reserves, keep possession, get the ball, stay in the game, don't lose the first goal, and then just get yourself into it. With the backing of the Scotland fans, with the Tartan Army inside handed as well, uh, you know, Burkey will know that that can be a real, real plus for the 90 minutes today. Less than an hour to go, just about an hour from now, the team will be out. We're going to take the news in a moment or two. Shall we go live to Hamden during the news? Would we? Yeah, I think we'd like to hear from Joe Henry, who was down at Wembley. She had some great video. I see she got Billy Gilmer's family. She spoke to them. It was just brilliant, the content that she got and into her programme yeah, the other night yeah, when did. I was the infiltrator. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you were away <laughs> down there, you know, larging it up um, at Wembley. Uh, although I think we did have a better night here at the Radisson Red on, on, on Friday with Marvin Bartley um, and uh, the Tartan Army and, and Paul Lambert with a terrific night um, in here. But, you know, being at Wembley must have been pretty special. And for Joe, um, as ever, getting all the top interviews. You will indeed. OK, we've got one hour to go. We can't wait. Quick break. The news is up and then the countdown is on. We'll hear more from our team here, the Tartan Army at the Radisson Red in Glasgow. Yeah. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Thank you. Thank you, Zoe, there for singing, and all the team here at the Radisson Red in Glasgow on the banks of the Clyde. They were singing as they go over the Squinty Bridge there, heading out to Hamden. I saw a few of the fans there. They better get a shift on. I think they're just getting in the taxi because we're only 55 minutes away from kickoff. Croatia, the home team, they're in the home dressing room at Hamden against Scotland. And a win for us tonight takes us to the knockout stages of the Euros. And that would be the first time ever Scotland will have got to that uh, dizzy heights, the last 16 in a tournament. Callum from Glasgow is with us. And Callum, uh, would you last remember a major tournament for Scotland? Uh, well, I was seven the last time uh, we were there. I remember playing Brazil. Not doing very well, uh, but I'm used to the the disappointment of qualifying ever since then. Yep. So it's good to finally be there and see them in a kind of tournament setting. So you heard the news here. We broke it first that uh, we know Billy Gilmer is out, but it's going to be Stuart Armstrong is in there. Are you happy with the lineup? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think, as someone said earlier on, it's going to be one in the midfield. This this is a team of really really good technical players. Looking at that midfield, I don't think we're going to be getting near them so it's going to be quite a lot of running uh, I think Armstrong brings that to the midfield more, a wee bit more so than McTominay uh, a wee bit more legs 
to kind of chase the ball about. He's really come into form, hasn't he, this season, Stuart Armstrong? Not that he wasn't. He had a very strong end to the season. He did. He did. You're right in saying that, Paul. And Mark's explained it very well. And he says he has that connection with Chi Adams. But he actually also has that connection with Callum McGregor. Because they played very well together at Celtic at the time when, the, when Brendan Rodgers was the manager. And he deserved his move from Celtic because he was, he was a fantastic player. And he's come on leaps and bounds since going to the Premier League probably. Took a little bit of time to, to stamp his claim at Southampton. But it just shows you the quality that he has. And do you know what else he is? He's a really intelligent player. He thinks about the game. He's very methodical. So any instruction that Steve Clark would give him, he would do it down to the T. Training as a lawyer, wasn't he? He must be minted, Mark. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a good boy. Um, you know, first and foremost, he's a really nice person. As Berkey knows, he switched on. Um, and, as, and as Callum mentioned, they were going to need good energy in the middle of the park. And, and you get that with John McGinn. You know you're going to get that for 90 minutes. Callum McGregor, again, probably overshadowed by, by Billy Gilmore and, and Grant Hanley and Stephen O'Donnell on Tuesday night. Uh, sorry, Friday night. But I thought Callum McGregor was outstanding. On Friday, you were there, Paul. You could yeah. see the full in front of you. That's his best game in, in over a year. He That's was back to his best. His Absolutely. confidence was back. Tip top. Yep. You could see him just keep it. And I think he enjoyed seeing young Billy Gilmore in as well. And John McGinn linked at the weekend with a £40 million move to, to Liverpool on Jurgen Klopp's radar. That shows you the kind of calibre of player that we have in, in the team. And that's why, listen, we can't take anything for granted. But that's why I think there's a, quite rightly, there's a good feeling with Callum and the rest of the Tartan Army, that the job can get done tonight. Some great questions coming in as we head towards kick-off. Callum, what do you want to ask Chris and Mark? Generally, when these tournaments come about, there's always one standout player that everybody goes for. Who's impressed you the most so far? Who is it for you? Uh, for me, it's between two. Mm -hmm. I, I like the boy Locatelli for Italy, yep. or Gussens for Germany. Germany. Yep, OK. Chris? Do you want me to go? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. he's... One of my, my players. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the this, the Swedish striker. Um, I don't know his name. Uh, the number eleven. I think he's good. Um, I could say Ronaldo because obviously I've, I, I love Ronaldo. But yep. you're right. Lock, Locatelli's been terrific. You know, and Saka. That's, no, Saka. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe Absolutely. you're right. Saka. Um, but Locatelli because he's probably should not have been playing because I think Verratti who was injured and he's replaced him and he's been excellent so far. Scoring two goals against Switzerland. Um, I think he was actually looked at a replacement for Fernandinho at Man City, but I think he's going to Juventus now. Um, still young, still like only 23. And Berardi as well. The two, the two of them play for the same team, and it will be hard for them to keep um, Berardi and you know Locatelli. So he's definitely a standout. And if I'm honest, I think Italy are probably my favourites too. Are they ahead of the French? Are you enjoying the tournament overall? I'm loving it. You know good, I, isn't it. I think yeah. it's really good. It's yep. got a club feel towards it. You know, there's uh -huh. no much safety in this. I think as the the tournament's on as well, we've seen more goals. I think it's probably the most goals in in, in a long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I heard them saying that. So terrific. You know, I, I think it's, it's it's good to see, and I think you're seeing a lot of counter transition kind of club like. Football. And do you think, Mark, maybe the players are reacting to the fact that, you know, COVID hasn't gone, but we have got fans in in fairly big numbers across the continent? Yeah, I mean, I think there's just been a real feel-good factor um, about it. Um, you know, getting supporters back in has been terrific. You know, in Hungary, 60,000 um, there. We're going to have, you know, 60,000 plus at Wembley for, for both semi-finals and maybe more uh, for the final. So, aye, there, there has been some... I love the knockout stages, though, Paul. You know, I think once we really get into it, Come the weekend, you know, you really start to see it. 
the, the best players really stepping up to the plate because you've got to be a match winner. You've got 90 minutes. You don't have the safety net mm-hmm. of two more games. Um, top player for you? Top player. Spinazzola for Italy has really caught the eye. Um, I think Lukaku, obviously, yeah. you know, has been really good. Night. But yeah. I think overall, given where they were nine or ten days ago, to see Denmark qualify last night, yeah. to win 4-1, I don't know about anybody else, but I just thought it was wonderful to see that, you know, Christensen's goal, the celebrations, just waiting for the full-time whistle. So at the moment, for me, it would have to be the, the Denmark, obviously because of what's happened to Christian Eriksen, but for them to bounce back from that defeat, mm-hmm. to have that pressure put on them by UEFA, which was wrong. It was a scandalous decision by UEFA yeah. to make them play um, that night. But to, for them to bounce back, um, I think, it's, it's, regardless of what happens from here on in, unless Scotland win the Euros, for me, that'll be the story of the tournament. Callum, it's a great point, isn't it? That uh, I think we all couldn't believe that that game continued, that they went back out to play an hour later. Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite surprising. I think, from what I read, I believe Ericsson wanted them to go and play. Right. However... Whether that's true or not, you know, when things like this happen, you hear this, that, and yeah. the next thing. Uh, but you see as well, Kier came off yeah. before they conceded the goal mm-hmm. because he just felt he couldn't play. So, yeah, a kind of bizarre decision yeah. to make them play. But and that, that's why, yeah. Paul, I, you should never, or no media or any fan should ever, ever complain about how much money a football player gets because there's no care whatsoever. You know, there's no human care. Um, they should no way have played that match. Mark's right, um, and everybody else probably agreed. Even I think Michael said it as well. Um, it's totally selfish. Yeah. It is. Would, would you have been selfish. able to play on? I would have feel? struggled, yeah. Paul, if I'm honest. Um, and it, in reflection, they got beat because of yeah. that game. Sure. You know, it just showed you how much they've, they've mm-hmm. kicked on since that. You know, and it's only been what a week. Yep. But thank goodness he is on the mend, Christian. I know that's. Uh, Easy to say, but he is certainly very much better, and they did so well. Right, Scotland tonight, Callum, what is going to happen? What's your prediction? Well, I'm a bit on the fence. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I agree with Chris, though. I think it's going to be 3-1, 2-0, something like that. I'm not sure about where we're getting the goals from. Looking at the past two games, the Dykes is there, but... Mm -hmm. When the when the pressure's on, someone will need to step up. Yeah, the game's more open now, though, isn't it? Like it's, the two teams have to go for it. It's not like, you know, the the Croatians have to just sit back and get a draw. It's two teams going for it, so there'll be more spaces. So that's why I think there'll be more chances in the match. And then, like Steve Clark said, you know, we're creating the chances, and eventually, you never know. Somebody could shoot outside the box, get a deflection in the back of the net, gives you full of confidence, and before you know it, you're tuning a lot with a nice cross for Robertson and. In the back of the net, Dykes back post, you know. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, we can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> I think tonight, Paul, set pieces will be important, mm-hmm. as they usually are in big games. But corner kicks, free kicks, I've really got to take advantage of, of when we, we, we pick those up. Well, you know, it's a, the height and presence of McTominay, mm-hmm. who I think could be, I think he might be a goal hero for us um, tonight um, as reckon, well. So, yeah. yeah, I yep. can see McTominay mm-hmm. popping up from set a set piece, piece um, yep. with a header. Um, but we need to take advantage. And at the other end, when you look at the quality that Croatia have from middle to front, you know whether it's you know Perisic or whether it's Modric delivering a free kick, and we need to defend with the lights. The way we did on Friday night, we're going to need that level of commitment 
organisation and concentration to get a result tonight. It's a huge night for Stephen O'Donnell, for everyone yeah, who for was amazing. I was really pleased for him because he took so much stick from people yeah. after uh, the, you know, the game against the Czech Republic, up against Perisic tonight. But, you know, you feel confident, don't you, after watching him? Yeah. And he hadn't put a foot wrong, really, well, for Scotland. But, Paul, the way to judge it is, on the back of Friday night, what were we, four or five days on, yeah. not one person's asked for Nathan Patterson or James mm -hmm. Forrest to play on the right-hand mm -hmm. side. Yeah. Whereas, this time last week, it was get O'Donnell out the team. Yeah. He got absolutely battered. But, for him to recover from, from that and also, you know, be up against Raheem Sterling, a player at 250 grand a week that's potentially going to Real Madrid, mm -hmm. you know, to keep him quiet speaks volumes for Stephen O'Donnell. I did say that down at Wembley. He's on 250,000 a week and I don't want to talk about somebody's wages, but at Motherwell he'd be on, I don't know, 2,000, 2,500 a week, which is a lot of money to most of us, but it's phenomenal. A hundred times more. And look at how he played. Callum, we're here in the wee bar here in the Radisson Red. I'm just thinking, this is probably about the size of the Scotland dressing room if we take the whole bit. What would you say, if we have the team ready just now, give us a quick rally truck <laughs> and don't get us taken off here. But what would you say to all of us here? So you just you go, out, go out there, lads, do the country proud. Great. Callum, thanks very much for that. That'll do us. Yep. Thank you, Callum. Thanks, Rochelle. Yep, so next up, we are going to speak to Mick in just a second or two. If you're just tuning in, it's the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. And we've been looking af looked after so well here at the Radisson Red. Thanks to everyone who's joined us. We're going to try and get Graham on there a moment or two, the curator, but he just disappeared as fast as the striker <laughs> might tonight. Just, oh, she was gone. Mick, how are you feeling? Evening, guys. All good? Evening. Good. Yeah, all Thanks, good. Man. Yeah, Nerves or you look quite calm? No, pretty, yeah. pretty calm. Pretty calm. We've, uh, we've got to take what's in front of us. The Croatian players will be looking at our starting lineup and thinking Tierney, top player. Robertson, top player. Wyndon um, Dykes, top player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think we've got to. We've, we've, they'll be looking at our team and thinking, we, they'll be confident, mm -hmm. but we'll be looking at them and going, Modric, agent. Watch what you're saying there, mate. Let's get, let's get at them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the average age is 20, but I know two of their best players are... Uh, they're, you know, right. they're not as fast as they were. Of course no, not. You can't be at he, 35. He's yeah. totally right. You know, I think what was alluded to earlier is that they're a little bit disjointed at this moment in time. Um, albeit, though, you know, they get a narrow defeat against England yep. and they draw against the Czechs, who were, in, they, they, they were clinical against us and have, what, a £40 million striker. And if you really look back in that Czech-Croatia game, I think, you know, they should have never got a goal against them. It was never a penalty. Um, and they made a couple of substitutions, Croatia in the second half, changed it a little bit, put Perisic back in his normal position. And I think that's a, a main target that we need to try and nullify. So, but you're right what you said, you know, we've got top, top players. I think if we play to our strengths um, and play the formation well, I don't see why not we can't beat the team that are sitting 14th place in the world right now. Mick, any question you want to ask? You're up here with a former Scotland international and with Mark Weedy, who's covered um, well, just kinda, so many matches. Just kind of to cover what I said before about Berkey, when you're going into yep. these games and you and and you as a team and you've you've set up, you've done your training during the week and you're you're looking at the you're looking at the squads on paper. Do you really target weak players? Do you really target weaknesses? Do you try and get in the faces of players that don't handle physicality well? Or is that is that the way you approach it? We do all of that. Um, the better manager, the better coach delivers that better in a simplistic way, and in a way that they can they can transfer it naturally and organically onto the onto the field. 
You know, it's all right doing it in the training field, but you have to transfer it into the, the match. And that's one thing that Steve Clark's great, great at. Um, there will be weaknesses in, to exploit, and whether it's a, f a different formation that the Croatians play, um, we'll obviously look to to play to our strengths, which is down the side, really, um, to get crosses into the box, especially from the left-hand side. Um, and that's just that, basically. You know, the, the football's simple. <laughs> as long as you win your 1v1 duels, and that's like another thing that you just said, you know, win your battles, formations, tactics can all go out the window, but if you're not competitive and you don't have the heart to win, then you're, you're sitting with no chance. Mark, whose night could it be? Who are you thinking of tonight that might shine? You mentioned a few yeah, I mean, from well, Friday. Uh, the obvious one is it's going to need to be a team performance for. We're going to need 11 players bang on it to get the result and maybe one or two substitutes um, as well. The engine room, McGinn, McGregor and Armstrong have every confidence in them. I like to look at the front two and the back three as well are solid and David Marshall um, solid too. But um, I can see Che Adams causing problems, potentially scoring. He just looks as if he's got that goal and maybe from a set piece if we're looking for somebody off the radar a wee bit then I quite fancy McTominay to... to to, to get a goal tonight. You've mentioned him already, McTominay, played so well on Friday night. Were you surprised, Mick, after uh, the way we lifted ourselves at Wembley? And we were kind of written off, weren't we, by the media down south? Yeah, but I'm going to have to be totally honest with everybody. Yeah. I've been off work for 15 months. I've worked 56 hours in the last eight, 18 months. Right. And... I had to work, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so I was working during the England game. I seen the first half of the the, the Czech Republic game, mm. and I thought we were probably unlucky not to go ahead mm. in the in the in the first half. But to me, I, I think we're we're looking for good performances throughout the whole team, just as Mark said, team effort, team team effort tonight, and. I'd like to apologise to my wife as well for cancelling my plans for tonight because I won the competition from Go Radio. <laughs> and it's your birthday <laughs> today. It's oh, Mick's happy birthday. birthday, mate. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday Thank you very much, everybody. You. Happy birthday, dear Mick. What is Scotland? Happy birthday to you. And the wife's raging. What's her name? Kerry. 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 I'm sure she'll forgive you. Uh, Thanks a lot for coming. The clock is ticking down. We've only got two more breaks before we turn our attention to the match itself. Surely we're going to do it for Mick and his birthday. We're back. Come on. Come on, Scotland. Scotland. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Little did Backer know that we'd make a comeback 40 years later. The royalties. Let's hope we're hearing that song all summer long, taking us in to the knockout stages. Surely it's been the song of the summer. La Fontaine's have done a version of it as well. And Hopefully uh, I can see you dancing. Yeah, well, it could, it could Wait, be, a, it could be arranged. 16. Listen, the team here at the Radisson Red are so up for it and excited. We're just over, what, 38 minutes to go until kick-off itself. And I'm delighted to be welcomed by Greg now, who's with us. Greg, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? Good, thanks. How about you? Ah, excited for the night, yeah. Great. Yeah, what are you thinking? What do you reckon? 2-1. Armstrong with 18 yards out. Big belt off here. The start of the game. Right, let's see that one. 18 yards 18 out. 18 yards. Sure, Armstrong shoots, scores. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then do they equalise or...? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they'll equalise. It'll be like that yeah. squeaky bum time. And then yeah. it's... Uh, <laughs> 
Achi Adams right at the, at the death. Yeah, he's been a great find, hasn't he? Thank goodness he, he's, he selected he's been, Scotland. He was so yeah. different even for the, yeah. when he came on against the, the Czech Republic. It was he made a big difference. Yep. Uh, Good. Could hold the ball up, play in midfield. He was like just done so well, just up the attack. But yeah. I think with him and Dykes, they showed what they could do against the England. Just we didn't have a, the bounce of the ball, unfortunately, to show them what we were really made of. Some save, wasn't it, by yes. Pickford from. Stephen O'Donnell, it looked as though it was going to be in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Another ex-Kelly boy. So yeah, indeed. Aye. Aye. Yeah. So you're the Kelly fan. You're one of the Kelly fans. No, I'm no, a United supporter. Oh, you're, you're oh. right. Oh, the derby. Yeah. Oh. Security, security. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, like, listen, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Burke yeah. in the championship. I'm yeah. already. Oh. First game of the season. I know. Honestly, Monday night. going to do them. Yeah. Can't <laughs> wait. That's brilliant. Next caller is Rabbi Burns calling from <laughs> Alloway. <laughs> you see the chants they were saying about William Shakespeare down there? He's just a poor version of Robbie Burns. Uh, uh, yeah. So, where are we going with this one then with Air Against Kilmarnock? No idea. Hello, Doogie, can we? Yeah, bring it back to, to anything you want to ask then. Uh, uh, not about the Killy game, but what do you want to ask to Chris Burke? How do you think we're going to start? Is it, do you think the guys are going to be on the edge tonight or do you think they're going to be pumped up? I think they, they knocked that one... Out there, out there win the first game, you know, I think. It was yeah. a little bit edgy, wasn't it? The first 20 minutes, getting used to that tournament feel. You know, not being there in 23 years, I think. After that England match, it just gave them belief and confidence, knowing that they can compete at that level, which Steve Clark said, uh, didn't he? But there's so much pressure on for tonight. It's This is the nation. This is the first time we could ever go into the knockout stages. I mean, everybody's on cloud nine, just thinking that all we need is a goal. Just one, just to win. That's, well, that's if we can score a goal, but... Uh, Aye, what a difference that could make. It could end up being the greatest Scottish team ever. Mm-hmm. It could. And what's it been like for people? Well, we all know we've shared in this in COVID. But what would you say about this period we've had, you know, a year and three, four months, and the hope and the joy this is bringing to this nation? That's great. It's coming at a great time. Sun's out, yep. football's on. It's like that. Beers are cold. So, aye, brilliant. <laughs> and uh, hopefully it's party time in the streets tonight. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Greg, I hope so. Mark, what would you say to him um, about how we start? I I, I mean, just on that, I think, um, you know, on on Friday night at at 10 o'clock, there was a real, the old Paul McStay uh, phrase, there was a real buzz about the place. And you can see it in the country, Paul, you know, for for the the past four days, everybody has been jumping. Um, You know, everybody is up for it. The weather's been great um, as well. Whereas had we lost on, on Friday night, you know, we wouldn't be having this party in here that we're having tonight it would have been flat and you know we wouldn't have had that same interest in Euros but we are 90 minutes away from potentially kicking on again whether it's Belgium or Holland or Sweden or Spain we're kicking into the last 16 next weekend or, or possibly a week tonight at Hamden Park so it's brilliant I just hope we can go and do it I mean we all want to feel that but it's going to be really difficult let's not forget we are playing against a top team mm-hmm. you know Zlatko Dalic will have his players well fired up um, there's pressure on them but can they go and win tonight? Can Croatia go and beat Scotland at Hamden? Of course they can. Mm-hmm. They've got the quality to go out and win with a bit to spare. That's why we are going to need 11 men right on it, fully concentrated and fully committed. Who do we have to watch out for tonight? Because you don't want someone... You know, people listen to this all over Scotland and all over the world, but we are paying... I mean, the favourites tonight are Croatia. Runners-up to France just three years ago in the World Cup. But they're ageing. Yes, yeah, sure. Squad. Yeah. Yep. The guys have been there for years, so mm-hmm. you look at Modric, he's not the player he was, mm-hmm. so, and he is still a talisman for them, so it's, 
I think the tempo, Scotland come out, if they set a fast tempo and really put Croatia under the cosh, that could win us the game. That's right, we've got to score first. Yeah. And I know that's an old cliche, but genuinely, yeah. Paul, we need to score first. If we don't score first, I think we're finished. You know, if Croatia take the lead, I don't see them conceding two more goals after that. So we really need to try and take the game to them as best we can, not get carried away, not try and do everything in the first ten minutes, ease ourselves into the game, get touches of the ball, get a feel for it, take them on and then start to open them up and, and create chances. And if, if Dykes and Adams can form that partnership that they showed on Friday night, just with a wee bit more service, um, you know, Robertson and Tierney, just getting a bit forward a bit more and getting balls into the box, then we can go and hurt them. Greg, great to hear from you. So you will be seeing in person Chris Burke on, what's that, the 2nd of August, I reckon? Yeah, we shouldn't abuse them yet. The Monday night, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> I'll make sure you're not getting in. <laughs> in fact, I can't get in because there'll be no away fans are laid in the stadium. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, oh that, surely come on, get my comb. I'm not surely. No, come on. No, <laughs> we'll sort it out with Tommy Wright. Greg, thanks very much for joining us here at the Radisson Red. You were saying it could have been a bit flat. It's never flat here in the Reds. Nope. You know, I was saying to Jim White, who's been I haven't mentioned him yet, White but of tip. course he's at Radisson Blue, uh, talk sport all week. But I said, Oh, we're at the Reds, you know. It's always yeah. it's always buzzing here and he's enjoying so much being back. Uh, in Glasgow, he's been in good form, hasn't he? he has. been great good, form. good stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Yep. Gary it's Marshall up, in the morning, listen for the music, but also a wee bit from Jim as well. How long to go then? Chris is keeping us up. Half an 32, hour from now. 32, yeah, minutes. 32 minutes. It'll be national anthem time in 30 minutes. Lindsay is joining us now. Lindsay? Hello, hello, how hello. are you? Good, thanks. You? Good, good. Feeling good, feeling ready. Excellent. And you're yes. in a, a Scotland top. From I know it's a little vintage one. number. Well, it's not that long ago, I don't think, though. Yeah? Yes. Uh huh. Is that one of Chris Burke's? Yeah, it that. might be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you thinking for tonight? What do you want to ask or say? I think it's going to be a tough one, isn't it? It's going to be a tough one. Mm. But as you were saying, you know, everybody's just got behind them recently. I was in the pub last week watching. The vibe was great. Mm. Um, in here tonight in Radisson Red, everyone's really getting ready for a good game, I think. So just fingers crossed they can, they can do it. Where did you watch it on Friday? In Kilmarnock. Uh-huh. Whereabouts? Uh, Paris match in okay. Kilmarnock. So mm-hmm. it was good, good. Not too busy, but just enough. Everybody was right ready. So um, excited to be up here tonight with a good bunch. So I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. it. What's your scoreline prediction, Lindsay? <sighs> much the same as Greg. Maybe a wee 2 1 would be lovely. I think mm-hmm. if we get in there early, really positive start, that's all we need. And just keep, keep holding on to that. Mm-hmm. Who's your favourite Scotland player in this tournament? Who would you say would you go for? The captain, Andy Robertson, for I example. would go for the captain, Andy Robertson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's no, he definitely is. my favourite, yes. He is magnificent. Although Steve Clark, you know, yep, old Kelly boy, old you Kelly. know. How did you feel when he left the club a oh, couple of years ago? Oh, heartbroken, heartbroken. But, you know, we move on. Bigger and better things for him. And what would it mean to you? And the Are you off work tomorrow then, if Scotland... No, uh, but I'm goes... thinking maybe I should have taken off, just in case. <laughs> do you know, drink yeah. to celebrate or drink to commiserate, no matter what happens. Where do but... you work? Because they'll be listening in. Uh, in Kilmarnock, Seesaw Creative. Yep. Um, oh. So, if my boss is listening... I'll go on. Turn it off, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you miss it. I know. Yeah, tomorrow morning. <laughs> Isn't it great, Chris, the way it uh, brings everyone together in Kilmarnock? You, you trust that he signed a new contract last oh, night uh-huh, to stay? Oh, yes, absolutely, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was part of the contract that you had mentioned that <laughs> yesterday. Chris, what a buzz. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a fantastic buzz. Everybody just can't wait for the, the, the match to start. 
you're making me very agitated because you keep sitting down, standing up, you know. So <laughs> I'd, I'd absolutely, honestly, Paul, I'd hate to watch a game with you. I'd hate to just, work with me. I'd have to, I'd have to tie you up or something, just and put duct tape around your mouth and just tell you, just watch the game, just be quiet. Where are you going with this puppy? <laughs> no, sorry. Don't give Tracy ideas. Put duct tape. Rob putting... McLean will be around with the duct tape shortly. <laughs> You're putting me on edge here. <laughs> yeah, no, I am buzzing. We are indeed. Are we springing that seat? Are we springing the seat? Yeah. I used to in Scottsport have a couple of cushions just to see, off, see the camera. You're predicting, you reckon two. Are we 2-1? Two, one? I, I like the sound of that. Yeah. I think, Mark, I don't know, unless I'm yeah. I think a lot of what I think I fancy 2-1. I think 2-1 seems to be the general um, score, so I will settle for that all night long. John McGinn. Um, could be so important for Scotland. And I hear there's a wee song that uh, has uh, come up over the last few days. Let's hear a bit. What do you think about John McGinn? What would you say? He joined us on the show on the Go Radio Football Show, five to seven every night, and we've got 700,000 downloads. Thanks to everyone it's, uh, who have been tuning into us this season. John McGinn, you know him really well. He's brilliant. He's, he's a top player. As I say, he's linked with Liverpool um, at the weekend. Jurgen Klopp's an admirer. Um, not only as a top player, Paul, I think as Marvin Bartley said on Friday night, you speak to any of the squad, any of the boys that have worked with him, whether it be at Hibs at St Mirren, he's a great character as well. He's bubbly, he keeps things going, particularly, Burke will know, when you're away in a camp for two or three mm -hmm. weeks, you need characters, you need a wee buzz. And um, I like someone when it was a bit flat after the Czech Republic, and there's no doubt that John McGinn would be one of the guys just to liven it up and get the spirits right. um, going again. You're totally right, Mark. You need that energy booster. Um, you need a couple of them in your group, and he's definitely an energy booster, especially when things aren't going your way, maybe, or you maybe get a poor result. You need somebody just to still lift the camp. Um, it helps the managing and coaching staff not to do it all the time. And he's not just an asset on the field, he's an asset off the field as well. And I think we're going to hear maybe a John McGinn song soon. Oh, if, we we, if we could, that would be great. Let's hear the John McGinn song. There we are, the John McGinn. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. 12 venture. <laughs> so we've, ju we've just been asked to leave the Radisson Red here because, uh, no, that's some great singing. We've got a brilliant team here. I that's thought Monday was magnificent. I heard it. Thanks very much, Lindsay. Well done. She's, uh, Thanks, yeah, Lindsay. no, that's great. Yep. Nice to wait to be <laughs> to say that. No, Lindsay's in great form. Um, you've got that. You've got that lady of the sack now. What? No, she'll be fine. We will sort it. Tracy <laughs> is going to sort it. No, you're right. I hope McGinn scores his 11th yeah. goal today. Um, I think he scored 10 in total for the for Scotland. You know, and it's a fantastic achievement already. The show so many short caps that he's had. Um, and actually, just looking at the yep. substitutes bench here as well, Mark. Yep. David Tumble is in. Yeah. So just in all case, the subs there? just yep. in case, um, if we need a goal. Just in case, if we yep. need a goal. Yep. I have the substitutes here. Um, I don't know if who would be stepped out. So we've got Kevin Nisbet, we've got yep. David Turnbull, yep. we've got Ryan Fraser, John McLaughlin, Ryan Christie, James Forrest, Declan Gallagher's in. Mm -hmm. We've got Liam Cooper, John Fleck, Craig Gordon, Nathan Patterson, and Scott McKenna. It's just about everybody, yep. yeah. just about really, sure. isn't it? But there's good options there: Ryan Fraser, Kevin Nisbet, yeah. James Forrest, David Turnbull. We've got good options should we need to go and um, get a goal. 
And Kevin Nisbet, he came on against England, so we've yeah. seen him a fair bit recently coming off the bench. Could it be his night tonight? Yeah, listen, uh, Paul, I think you know we're going to need our substitutes at some point, whether it's to go and get the goal or, or maybe just to help us just sit in if we need to bring on, you know, and just go and, you know, make it a wee bit more solid. Um, but yeah, Kevin Nisbet's not looked out of place. Um, he's not looked out of place uh, at all. And um, with the greatest of respect to Hibs, I wouldn't be surprised if he's transferred um, during this window because he's, he looks as if he can go up a gear. Do you know what he is? He's got, I think, he's a great one-touch finisher. Mm -hmm. um, you've seen that with his goal for Scotland. Um, he's got that knack of scoring you know, inside the six you know, just by one touch, and that's a, a great trait to have as a number nine. Here's something else that could happen tonight. England against the Czech Republic. Czech Republic beat us 2-0. We mm -hmm. drew 0-0 with uh, England. Is it possible... What about Czech Republic beating England tonight, Mark? Well, if Czech Republic beat England tonight, yeah, which there's the way that England have been playing, you absolutely couldn't um, rule that out. Um, and we win, we could end up actually yeah. finishing second. So we'll know why you get carried away with yourself. But well, let's there get is, carried away. There yeah. is 20 minutes so away where are we going then? <laughs> I think we could play Spain or Sweden, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, so if we if finish we... second, we could play the likes of Spain and Sweden. Mm -hmm. So we no matter have, what, yeah. when we qualify, it's going to be tough because as knockout stage is a knockout stage and you're starting sure. to go down to the wire and playing the top, top teams. But that would be Copenhagen on Monday night. If we finish second in the group, Copenhagen on Monday night. Great. Is there a Radisson Red in Copenhagen? Copenhagen, could we be there? <laughs> I'm just looking to see if we can fire up but a jet, a, Tracy. If there's not, there's certainly <laughs> time to open one. Right, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows you we shouldn't get carried away, but I know we are with 20 minutes to go. We could. Uh, the Czech Republic could beat England tonight. Do you think they could? Because um, they're, they're raging. I mean, it, listen, nobody wants to see anyone affected by, and the COVID rules are hard to read, but because they had that hug with uh, Billy Gilmer, then Chilwell and uh, Mount are out, and they're going to be out for 10 days. Yeah, it's a shame uh, for them. Yeah, it is, Two good it? boys yeah. that were only yeah. trying to G up Billy Gilmer in the 20-minute conversation in the tunnel after the game, um, which has ruled out that, I mean... As we've all known in the past 15, 16 months, there's no consistency in no. the rules, Paul. Yeah. So it is bizarre that two England players can be ruled out, but nobody else is ruled out from Scotland. I don't get it, to be honest. But anyway, nonetheless, we move on from it. And more importantly as well, we hope that Billy Gilmore is fine. He said he's asymptomatic, which is good. So we hope that he can uh, can kick on and uh, and be available. But um, If we finish second, I think he can be available for the last the 16. But I think if we finish third, he's still not available because it comes too soon. Because yeah, it comes a little weekend, bit too soon. It? Yeah, the games again, Mark, they could be. I know it's, if we uh, finish third, yep. yeah, potentially Holland on Sunday night in Budapest, Belgium on Sunday night in Seville, or Slovakia, Spain or Sweden at Hamden a week tonight. And Sweden play Poland tomorrow, Slovakia v Spain tomorrow. That's a really tight group. Mm. Um, that's uh, Group E, which is very, very tight, like our own group. It's open um, and they will play tomorrow. And if we finish second, then we will play the winner. Sorry, we will play the runner-up with that group in Copenhagen on Sunday night. So can we come Monday back to the Radisson Red? If we're through, Graham says absolutely yes. We will come Great. back here. And Chris, new contract for Chris for next season. What do we reckon? Executive producer James. Oh, James is the one we have to uh, convince. No, Chris, you're in great form tonight. You, uh, somebody who's played seven times for Scotland, scored two goals, and the career, and the fitness, and the, you know what you did uh, with Kilmarnock. Because when you came on our program earlier in the season, mm -hmm. uh, you were, you know, you were top, top five, I think, at that point, and it was a tough season. But you've bounced back. You've signed up for next year, yep. and uh, I know you're, you're a deep thinker. You did mm -hmm. think about it for a few weeks, um, and Kilmarnock have been great with you, and you with them, because uh, I'm sure others would have wanted you. 
Yeah, no, Paul, you're totally right in what you said. You know, at my age, they always tell you you try and play at the highest level as long as you can. So that's why it took me a little bit of time. Um, I was humbled by other interests. Um, I think what happened at Kilmarnock was such a disappointment and you have so much pain and heart after the poor performances we had against Dundee is that you have to strip the emotions back. That's why it took two or three weeks to think about it. But ultimately, I just couldn't see myself pulling on another jersey at that moment in time other than the Kilmarnock jersey. And it gave me an opportunity as well to hopefully correct a wrong. You know, it's the first time I've been relegated. The manager and the board, you know, were great with me and they still wanted me to beat the football club. Um, because you have to have a strong manager and a strong board still to want a 37-year-old, Mark. No, listen, yeah. I, don't, I, I, I don't want to embarrass Berkey here, but I remember despite Go the fact Kilmarnock get relegated, yep. August, September, October, you think about it, last season, just nine months ago, uh, and I said it when I worked in that other radio station I used to work for, Paul, yep. that I'd have, I'd have had Berkey in the Scotland squad. Scotland, he was right. one of the yep. form players in the country mm. over that 10, 12-week period. I mean, Steve Clark obviously had, had really good options but I thought that Burke had a real chance of getting into the squad because he was outstanding. And that's why it became a, a real big surprise to me that Kilmarnock ended up mm-hmm. um, being relegated. But it's great that he's shown loyalty to the club because I've lost big characters. Mm-hmm. Alan Power, Gary Dicker, Kit Broadfoot, Kyle Lafferty's away as well, but at least Burke's staying around. That's a great point. How much do they get paid for playing for Scotland? I know it's about the pride. What would they get, Mark? What would you think, roughly? Got, well, they, yep. they play for nothing unless they qualify. So okay. no Scotland player has earned a penny for playing for his country. Apart from Burke, get 300 grand for winning the Kieran Cup in 2007. <laughs> I was going to say, James but will make sure. I said, well, I've got this Apart from that, no, <laughs> there was the... Bertie Volks brought it in yep. that you only, you only get paid if there was success. So therefore, this squad is the first squad to, to earn into the bonus system in, in more than 20 years. Okay. We're getting the insight here. The teams will be out in 15 minutes. We're going to take a quick break and then it's the final. Well, just the build-up continues. We can't wait. We're moments away from the teams coming out. We're back here, Reds and Red, after this. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Yes, on ITV as well you see the players there celebrating too that that was a special moment wasn't it as well when that save from David Marshall and, and the players yeah, yeah, scoring yeah, yeah. every one of the penalties just see it on the screens there as we get ready on STV for the big match that's a moment that we'll never forget Mark no I mean it, it was it was a historical moment um, 23 years we're back at a tournament um, Paul David Marshall saving from Mitrovic when it was such a tough job to go and try and there uh, to go and win um, that tie, but they managed to do it, um, and it's been special, and it's got us to where we are now. We've been in Addison Red the past ten days. We're on the verge. We're possibly ninety minutes away from getting into the last sixteen, which is going to kick us all on again um, for another week. So yeah, it has been special, and because we've not known this for twenty-three years, I think it hammers home to everybody that you have got to enjoy these moments. You have got to take them in, sample it make the most of it 
and really, really enjoy yourself. Did you ever have any idea when you left Paris, or in fact it was well, down there in Saint-Étienne, Saint yeah. wasn't it? Yep. Almost exactly to no. the day, what, 23 years ago. You couldn't have imagined that no. almost quarter of a century. No, no, you never thought that we, we would, it would take until 2021. Um, I've been to three other World Cups after that, mm -hmm. but it was not the same, obviously, when you're not covering Scotland, when you're not seeing the Tartan Army there. There's just not the same uh, feel to it, and um, that's why it has been special. Even though there's only 12,000 inside mm -hmm. Hamden, Paul, to have European games on our doorstep, three miles away from the Addison Red, is pretty good. Chris, how much does that help Scotland tonight, an advantage, having 12,000 fans there? Yeah, it does, Nad. I'm not sure. I think Croatia don't have any fans. You know, it's no. just straight up, you know, Scottish fans, you know. So I think it will help Mark. Mark obviously spoke about earlier that you know he, he thinks Scotland need to score first. I think I think it doesn't matter. Okay. I think if Croatia score first, we have a chance still, just because I know the way Steve Clark works. You know, he'll be practicing that in the training field, um, the time that he's got. Where if we do have a setback, that the team still sticks to their beliefs and sticks to the, for, the formation and their principles and their values, and they just don't panic. Um, hopefully the this, the nation could get behind us still, even though if it does a setback in, in the game. Um, but definitely, I still believe, even though if we do go a goal down, we still keep the belief in, in the squad. Because in Serbia, we could easily have given yeah. up, couldn't we? That it's, sucker punch right at the was, end. That was great yeah. about the character of, the, yeah. the, of that group. And that's another way of explaining and evidence showing that what he's produced in the training field, where... It would have been easy just to give up, you know, put the heads down. Looks as if you're going to qualify, lose a goal in the sec in minutes to, to go, and then having to bounce back through extra time and then win on penalties. And you never know if we do qualify, you can use that, you know, expertise of having been there and lived it and have the experience. If it does go to extra time, you know what to do to still qualify. If you do get to the, the last 16. Uh, or if you do get to penalties, that we're, we're familiar with that circ with, that, with these circumstances, Paul. But no penalties tonight. It's going to happen in the 90 minutes or 90-plus with VAR. I wonder if VAR will play a role tonight. David is back with us. David, what are your thoughts now as we are about 12, 13 minutes away from kickoff? Three, three pints yeah. later. <laughs> uh, exactly, but I mean, the, yeah. it is getting close and well, it's got to see the nerves are building. I mean, yeah. you, you really... I mean. You really don't want to think too far in front because it's Scotland. We know Scotland. We know, we know what they're like. We know we've, we've, been, we've been down that road so many times before. But is it this time's different? I hope so. I mean, I just I believe it. I mean, I'm, absolutely. And I'm sure that what Steve Clark's going to the players. This time, guys, it will be different. Never mind what everyone else says. It is our time. He's not a Hollywood manager, and maybe no. that's a great thing because he's more level-headed. Exactly. I mean, to be honest... Everyone criticises him because he's, he's, he's miserable on the TV and he's miserable. But to be honest, the guy is doing his job. And we've got to the stage now where we are actually, you know, 90 minutes sure. away yeah. from qualification. And could we ask for any more? Absolutely not. And you used to say that about Andy Murray, but, uh, but then he won everyone's hearts and he won three grand slams. So, yeah. yes. you know, Do you know what he done yeah. also, which was great? And it just shows you the, the, the man himself that we get beat 2-0 off the check. You know, the, the media maybe had, you know, words and what they were thinking about the team and the team selection, how they played. You know, it would be easy for a manager to feel down in that sort of situation, feel under pressure, you know, only two games to go. 
and maybe say, you know, we should have scored, we need to do a bit better. But he came out, he still had belief in the group, and he said, I thought we played well. Yeah. And instantly, the whole nation still said, oh yeah, we did actually mm. play well, and showed the evidence behind that. And then that creates the belief still in the camp the next day. And then, again, I talk about evidence. It showed how we performed against England. And that all comes down to what he said after the match. Tomorrow night, we're on from five, and I hope you will all join us, and we'll call some of you to have you on. Barry Ferguson will be with us. I know you'll be, well, you're back to training, but Barry will be with us. And um, we hope we're talking about a Scotland win tonight. It was Mark Guidi who first said a couple of months ago, one win and a draw could take us through. And Mark, I'm, I'm not, you know, you're actually were the first person to say it. Look, one victory and we could be yeah. through. So but we're always going to get, it was always yeah. going to go to the last game, Paul, regardless. So we, we always knew that we had a chance. And Bucky's talking about evidence here. That was based on the evidence of Euro 2016. The team that through. You look at Northern Ireland, they get through with, with three points and minus one goal difference. So that was always a name. That as long as you didn't get battered mm -hmm. in a game, it would still go to the last match at Hamden. And that's where we are. You know, we're there. We need to win. Um, it's a great scenario. Go out and win a game of football on your own pitch against Croatia to make history. What a scenario we've got. What a 90 minutes we've got ahead. We're all now 11 yep. minutes to kick off. I don't know about you, but I'm absolutely yep. buzzing. buzzing. I'm absolutely. absolutely buzzing for it. And look at the example of Wales. Smaller nation, you know, 3 mm -hmm. million just uh, almost yeah, half what, the did size they get to the quarterfinals of the semi-finals? Semis. Semis. And they've already yeah. qualified already of course, to go into yeah. the next group. And you're right, Mark, Portugal were the same. They had mm -hmm. three points in their group and they went on to win it. Um, and I loved, I loved what Rob Page, the Welsh manager, said after they lost it to Italy. He said, never underestimate what a Welshman can do. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with Scotland. David? Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, guys, this is, this is the time to go for it. There's, uh, don't have any regrets, right? Tomorrow, don't look back. I have no reason not to win nothing. I'll be happy at win nothing. Right? Go for it. Yeah. David from Falkirk, yeah. thanks very much for joining us again there. Good. Have we spoken to everyone who's socially distanced here, who's with us uh, in the background? Hope you can hear them there at home. The streets will be deserted today. I'm just looking across. He's up the... again, Bucky. He's up again. I know. The Squinty up Bridge. Down, up and down. Yeah. Uh, coming back up. You'd be great in musical chairs. Yep. We'll get uh, one more guest before, because the teams will be out with the national anthems. I tell you, it's so posh here. Oh, he was heading. He was heading to the loo there. I thought that was one of the guys coming, coming glass back up. Look, cup look there. how trendy is this? Yes. We'll get it in the social media so that those, uh, as Kenny Douglas, when I said last week, indeed, well, uh, West yeah, Enders here um, were working. Uh, That's the last thing you need, Paul, yeah. is coffee, yeah. some caffeine. <laughs> really? I, yeah. <laughs> An open manager did say to me one day in the top, Paul, calm down. You're making me nervous. Before it was Walter Smith and the late great Tommy Burns, along with the Brilliant. the great. Uh, Walter Smith as well. David Wright, one final word from you. What do you want to say? Your final rally cry to Scotland. Win, yep. win, win. That's it. Win. That's it. He said it four times. Thanks so much, David. Win, win, win. There's no doubt that's what we have to do. Thank you. We're just getting a quick word from uh, everyone. Mick, the birthday boy himself, is going to say a few words. Win, win, win. We get four wins there. Thank you, David. Mick, birthday boy, what's your final thought? Go at them. Early. Let's get the lead. Hold on. How have we looked after you here at Radisson Red? Amazing. Thank you very much for everybody. Great. Cheers, guys. Yeah.
The birthday cake is... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Birthday cake? No, well, no well, birthday sorry, cake no. Well, I think we'll come up with something there. There'll be uh, something, Mick, uh, because your wife is listening in Thank you very to much. the show. Oh, actually, yeah. she, she actually yeah. said, she, actually yeah. said t- she texts me and she says, baby, I wasn't raging. Enjoy uh, your night. Oh, great. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bringing the nation together and families and couples as well. We're, we're doing a bit of counselling as well. <laughs> Suitcases are outside the house. I know a bit about it. <laughs> so, you can't, you can't uh, be wait, long married wait, if your wife's calling you right. baby. Seven years last yeah. week. Seven years, <laughs> seven years of happy marriage. They've been married for 20. Only seven of them were happy. I'm kidding. No, she, Kerry, we're kidding. Uh, just, what's happening just now, we're just looking to the screens. The teams will be out very short. I'm just looking at the panel. No, we've got a better panel here with Chris Burke and Mark Reedy than they've got on uh, STV. I've actually got Kenny McLean. I, I feel sorry for Kenny McLean because... Because he arguably could have started at least one of these matches. He probably filled that he filled that role of maybe you know what Ryan Jack would have done. Penalty you know? taker as well. You think exactly. the important role that he played in penalties, penalty kicks? Yeah, great, great um, technician with that left foot. Yep, and you do remember and how many good left foots have we got in the, in the team? Fantastic, of course. Not how many do you have left footed? It's very hard to get a lot of left footers and mm. uh, with that quality in your team. So. No, we're blessed in that sense. And down the left, arguably, that's uh, mm-hmm. you know, where we're so creative. Um, although, Stephen O'Donnell bombs down the right as well. But with uh, Andy, Andy Robertson, yep. Kieran Tierney, uh, we're in a good place. Who, who's the winner for us tonight, do you reckon, Chris? Final thoughts. Who would it be? I did text Keith. Stephen ah. O'Donnell today and I said to him, you know, I, I feel as if you will score tonight. Hopefully the winner. So wow. I would love that to happen because... It's always nice when you say something that actually comes true. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Are you surprised that Stephen, I, I hear maybe championship clubs or whatever in England, mm-hmm. that he didn't go down south because he left Kilmarnock, who were you know, challenging. Yeah, no, it was a difficult time when COVID hit, didn't it? So it was yep. difficult for everybody. We all stopped playing football. Mm-hmm. So no, Stephen's a great lad, fantastic um, role model um, and a fantastic athlete and hopefully he can do well tonight. Teams are in the tunnel at Hamden. You'll need to stand up for this, Chris, to oh. see it. We're going down there. Is Luka Modric bringing out the Croatians, coming out onto the pitch, which looks magnificent. And here come Scotland. Uh, the white tops are on the training shirts. And there's uh, the captain, Andy Robertson, David Marshall, Scott McTominay, Grant Hanley. There's the wide shot as they come out. And here at the Radisson Red... A section of the Tartan army, as we see Lyndon Dykes coming out, Shea Adams and John McGinn last out there for heroes, Scotland. Hope for the 11 heroes, Paul. Hope for the 11 heroes that are going to make history tonight and take us into the last 16. I wish them the very best of luck and I think they're going to do it. I think we're going to do it. 11 heroes and more. It could be off the bench, couldn't it, Chris? It could. It could. Do it. Uh, no matter what happens tonight, I'm very proud to, to say that I'm Scottish and I'm and I'm very proud to, to see this team play. And no matter what happens, I think we've got a great future ahead. So the Croatian anthem is playing just now. So we'll give that that uh, moment and then we'll enjoy Flower of Scotland in a moment or two. Listen, good luck to everyone. Thanks to Graham and all the team here at the Radisson Red for looking after us. It's been amazing and we hope to be back because if Scotland go through as we well could tonight, then we'll be back here next week and maybe it's this weekend or... It could be Tuesday next week at Hamden as that anthem there is, Luka Modric. What a player he is and has been still at Real Madrid. I mean, one of the yeah. finest players and uh, full respect to him. Ballon d'Or yeah, winner. And that shows the calibre that we're yeah. up against tonight to try and win. Yeah. And the golden ball he won in the, the World Cup. That's right. Not, and yeah. then he won the Ballon d'Or in the same year. So, 
three years later people are saying they're right, writing him off so hopefully he has an, an indifferent um, performance tonight sure. underperforms because he is a talent he certainly is as the stand for the anthem they've got their hands on their hearts there the Croatians there's some Croatian fans it's a great strip that isn't it you know the checkered yeah. red and white see it's, it's an iconic strip it, it is, is. Yeah. David Zucker so we're getting ready there for Flower of Scotland we'll hear that and then we'll say good luck to Scotland Joker Day will be on shortly thanks to James and Rochelle and Chris and Shane for looking after us here here we go Well, Chris, your final thoughts? No, um, I'm just can't wait to get it started. I don't know what else to say, Paul. Yeah. I, I just can't wait for the game to, to begin. I just hope we perform well. And I know if we do perform well, like Steve Clark's planned for the, the time you know before the game, that, that we can get a result. Um, I'm very trustworthy of the manager and this group of players. And he said that you know a, a loving legends uh, could could be tonight or maybe ones that came off the bench but I really do think we've got a lot of captains in the team as well we can all be heroes Mark thanks so much thank you Chris thanks everyone come on Scotland come on Scotland the Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from 5 I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.